I'm Dylan. And I'm Dan. And today we're talking about episode 10 of season 3, entitled Yes, No. <laughs> Alright, so as you can tell from the audio decline from last week, <laughs> we're on Skype again. And unfortunately, for such a pretty monumental episode, we only have the two of us, mm-hmm. um, we try to get more people, but scheduling is difficult. On school, yeah. Yeah, Nara no, said she was going to be able to do today, but then she got tons of homework, and I feel bad for her. <laughs> Any homework. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Too. How are you doing with your work? Oh, I have tons of homework, but you know, well, please more important than homework. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, take advantage of that, you know. <laughs> it's bad. All right. So I guess we can get right into um, our grades if you want to. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. What do you got? A minus. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, seriously. I really thought you were going to like this episode, to be honest. <laughs> I, I know. I Like, the whole time, I was all emotional. I don't know what's happening to me. But, like, the last two songs were really, really good. And, and Becky, I love Becky. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned David Borean is not making me happy. And I like weddings, so mm-hmm. I was happy. Yeah. What do you think of the music? Um, I didn't like some of the girly, cheesy songs, yeah. but... But the last two were, like, popular newer songs, and I really liked that. Yeah. Um, I would probably go with a B plus. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, there, the thing is, I hear, every time I watch Glee now, it's like half of me is like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever, and half of me is like, oh, this is the worst I thing know. ever. I know. Me too. Yeah, half it's like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's... Okay, there are parts of this episode that I think are fantastic, and for one thing, like I'm really happy I wasn't spoiled by the about the whole Rachel Finn thing. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, they're just, and, and I'm gonna get it, it's gonna I can't really just say it like right off the bat. I have to kind of go into more detail about why I don't <laughs> like things. But mm-hmm. like, a lot of the scenes they did, I feel suffered the same thing that the Santana grandmother scene suffered, and that they, it's like a fantastic scene, but then it doesn't have the resolution it's supposed to have or the exactly. last impact that it's yeah. supposed to have. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I think overall this was a, a really good episode. And I, I was really bummed at the end of it being like, in two weeks, even though we've been off for like a month and a half. I know, it's insane. Yeah, really annoying. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is, as we're getting into the episodes, there's one particular very small snippet of a storyline that I wanted to mention before we get into the deeper storyline, like, things, um, and that, I'm going to start talking about the Beast little snippet, um, and the way we're going to talk about that is there's, I read a review that IGN.com did of this episode, and they had an interesting little part about this, and there are a couple other things I'm going to mention from that, from their review as the episode, as the podcast goes on. Um, but do you mind reading this snippet? You want me to read it? Yeah. Uh, one example of this of-the-moment storytelling technique came early on when Coach Beast announced that she and Cooter had eloped. She had the ring to prove it. What the huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote. Um, Beast and Cooter's mini-arc prior to the holidays was an interesting one that was thrown a curveball when Sue Sylvester started dating the guy from her political ends. Last I remember, things between the three of them were, well, complicated. Now, 
We're robbed of a storyline we were, or at least I was, finding interesting. And for what? So Beast could mention it and encourage Emma to break into her rendition of Wedding Bell Blues. Hmm. Yeah. What do you, how, how do you feel about that? I, it's fine. You don't uh, care at all? No. I, I mean, think I think that's normal storytelling. It's it's not not the best kind of storytelling, I think. Yeah. But it's very typical of these kind of shows, I think. Yeah, I, I, I guess part of me doesn't care because I honestly didn't wasn't looking forward to this storyline. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I mean, so I was kind of glad in that way. But it's just when you build something up that much and they did all the I mean, they spent a lot of time building that up. And they, you know, and I just feel like it's kind of, it felt like a cop out, and it felt like, oh well, I guess Beast is done for this semester. Like, like, yeah, it's all off camera stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know, it bothered me, but it doesn't bother me. That wasn't like one of my main issues, I guess. It, mm-hmm. I think it bothered the reviewer a lot more than it bothered me, just because they actually liked that storyline. But yeah, and I mean, if it was an important storyline, you wouldn't want any show to do that. Yeah. You know, if you get a main character and then you say oh, we killed him off, but we didn't show you that killing off scene or, like, any of the emotions behind it. We just yeah. start a new season with him dead. You know, you can't do that. Yeah. But with the small storyline, you can, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess it's just... I guess my issue would, would be... My issue is that they built it up beforehand. If they had always kept yeah. it so small and in the background, if they hadn't made it, like, yeah. an A-plot in one of the earlier episodes, then I would have been, like, well, I don't care, because I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, exactly. Who cares about Cooter? And yeah. <laughs> I guess my other issue was that... Because it, it sort of cut tied into the rest of the episode was that the whole Sue is just like, oh well. And I mean, she has that great Boreanaz quote that I love. But <laughs> like, it doesn't seem in Sue's character at all that she doesn't like care and that she isn't going to like, she isn't like pissed off and angry about it. And she's just like, randomly since she lost the election, which you think would set her into like a spiral of anger, she's just mm-hmm. like this happy go lucky weird Sue that I, I'm enjoying watching, but it doesn't make I, sense to me. I love happy Sue. Yeah. It makes me happy. I, and I, the way I, she takes care of Becky is the sweetest thing. And yes, you know, I, I agree. With she's you. an advocate for for Becky and Down syndrome, and it's wonderful. I I love her and Becky so much more than I love the stuff they did with her and her sister. To be honest, I I just I think I mean I, yeah, that was just the background between like why the I mean for what this is. Yeah, yeah. I I think that the Becky thing was probably one of the strongest parts of this episode. Definitely. Um. Okay. So I figured we'd start with Rachel and Finn just because that's like. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah. Um, do you have any things you want to say about it before I get into my points? Or? Um, well, let's start. We can um, just summarize that. Let's see. Well, Win and, Will and Finn were really sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, Will's trying to pick out a um, jewelry for Emma wedding ring or something. And um, Finn is so sweet bonding with him. And Will says, what does he say? He's going to make him, like do the bachelor party he says he's gonna make him his best man okay <laughs> I, was like, this is, I totally heard bachelor party i was like that's a little awkward yeah i don't yeah i don't know i thought it was a little bit weird i mean i, I so agree weird. that it's cute and that it makes sense for like the show because they've <laughs> yeah. been like doing this it's parallel still a little awkward yeah uh, but that's sad for will that's his only friend basically yeah. that's ken he used to be friends with ken yeah ken where's ken <laughs> <laughs> But then Finn says he wants to join the army, and the look on Will's face is, like, the most beautiful, heart-wrenching thing in the world. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, a, I have a connection, because, like, I really want to join the military, and, and so the storyline's kind of close to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I always like their, I like their relationship, and I think they both, I think both actors did a very good job this episode. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> how do you, okay, so how do you feel about the proposal? 
Uh, what the the Rachel Finn proposal. Rachel Finn proposal. Um, first of all, Finn's like, oh look, my best friend, my teacher Will, just proposed to this girl, and yeah. now, <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> we're just thinking about it. And and then Finn's like, oh, I guess I'll propose too. I it's childish. Yeah, I, I, this whole thing is like. Okay, okay. I, I totally think it's in character. It's not like it's a ridiculous thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's a total to like, thin thing to do. Yeah, and it's also, I wouldn't even say that it's unrealistic in general. I think there no. are definitely a lot of high schoolers that have oh, this yeah. thing happen. And uh, especially where they're from and everything. It's a small town. People don't get out of it very often. People just settle down and marry, yeah. Okay, but my question is this. Um, I put this in our little outline. Is Do you feel like this is more relatable than the storyline that we all expected from this season, which was supposed to be that the two of them were worried and dealing with the fact that they were going to be separated because of college. I mean, they ended last season with the idea of, okay, we'll be together, but only for this last year. And it was like a sort of somber getting together. And then this entire season, we haven't seen that at all since then. Mm -hmm. But see, the thing is, I don't know if it's just the, the type of town we're from, yeah. But that's kind of what I see more on TV is I relate to when seniors separate and they say things like, like um, the bathroom scene with Quinn, yeah. Mercedes, and Santana. Yeah. And she says, we'll see each other every once in a while, but it won't be the same. It'll be a special occasion. Yeah. And that's always on TV, and that makes sense to me, at least. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. Getting married instead of separating, I think, is a response that some kids go but it's just not something i can relate to at least yeah and okay but the thing is i don't think this if that if it was a response to being worried about being separated i guess that i might make sense more to me but it just didn't feel like that's what it was about because yeah. they haven't been worried they haven't been talking about being worried about being separated this whole season but, but glee always like throws things on us and expects yeah. us to just accept it as truth I, I just i really wanted that i really wanted it to be this like sort of I don't know. I, I was I was really looking forward at the end of last season, this sort of like semi tragic thing of them being really happy now but being right. really worried about the future and I'm kinda of bummed with not having that. You know, Glee is blessed with this um demographic of kids to adults and everyone watches Glee. They they should, you know, kind of cash in on that and make stories that are relatable to people who remembering high school and remembering the senior year that they had. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so but how do you so how do you feel about this proposal storyline as it connects to the rest of the season as we go forward? Like, what do you want to come out of this? I guess I don't know. I'm scared. I was <laughs> worried that Emma was gonna say no, and now Rachel and Finn and I'm just, I don't know. Well, do you want them? Do you want her to say yes? Do you want it to work out? Yes, I always want it to work out. I'm a yeah. girl. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so you want these two very young, like, 18-year-olds. Oh, no, it's going to be so bad. They're going to make so many bad choices in their life. They're not adults yet. But <laughs> still, I I don't know. For Finn, it's the right thing. But for Ra- maybe for Rachel, it's the right thing because she needs to connect herself to someone else so she isn't this huge, egocentric, horrible monster. I don't want them to get married. I don't. I don't think it's the right thing for either of them. Yeah. I because it, it, Finn is doing it for the wrong reasons anyway. Yes, I know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's they're too young. I don't think it's right. <laughs> but but I, I mean, a lot of high schoolers get married at that age. Yeah. You know, a lot of people get married at that age. It's just not a, a urban thing to do. It's a very, you know, small town kind of thing to do. Yeah. Um, for the proposal itself, I really liked how they called back to the very early episodes 
Um, oh, the picnic scene. Yeah, and talking about the airplane cups and him running away. Yeah. <laughs> I really remember hating that scene. Yeah, I remember. I actually remember you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember why I hated it so much, but I remember I hated it. You, I think it was really just awkward. Dark, I just thought it was really awkward and really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always loved that scene, so I was glad they brought it back. I I was glad they brought back the mailman, you know, looting. Yeah. Him. Um, I love mailman. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I thought it was a very sweet proposal. I guess I'm not a proponent of people that young getting married. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's an interesting thing, and I'm glad they did it. Um, Are they both 18? I assume so. All right. Um, not really sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Finn's dad in more detail. Um, and this is another thing that I felt uh, suffered the same fate as Santana's um, grandmother scene. And I'm going to read this little snippet um, from IGN. It says... The scene was incredibly moving, with all the actors delivering strong performances. But did Finn really talk much about honoring his father, or about his father at all, prior to this episode? Not really. And do we expect this to have a lasting effect on Finn? Beyond, beyond not enlisting, not likely. It was an of-the-moment moment. It made a terrific scene, but how will it matter in the long run? Okay, what season of Glee is this? This is what it always happens. What? This is- this is what always happens in Glee. Yeah, and that's All actually the, there were people in general yeah. talking about Glee and saying that everything they do is just like of the moment and that. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's my one problem. Like that's the one thing that Glee kills me on. You know, I hate it. I hate that all these little things just pop up randomly and they expect us to be okay with that. Yeah. 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 Um. So so yeah. So I mean, do you agree? Do you feel like it just felt like it came out of nowhere and that it was? Um. Not out of nowhere because we have talked about his father before. Yeah, but not for. We've had worse storylines where they just come out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. But you know, this one, I wanted it to happen always. I'm sure in the back of my head, I've always wanted him to feel this way. But so I'm happy it happened. Yeah, it, it wasn't out of the blue. And I, I also really like Bert being in a, in a situation without Kurt. Um, and I liked that Carol did a great job too. Yeah. I feel so bad for Finn because. He finds out that his dad wasn't really a hero. Yeah. You know, that it was a drug overdose that killed him and everything. Yeah, I, I mean, I really, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a very well done scene. It was very well written, and they just, I, I thought it was very interesting. I'm, I'm just, I don't know, I don't, I, I, I hate that it was just a means to an end of getting him to propose to, to Rachel. I know, because it could be so much more. Yeah. The show could make people really connect, but it. Leaves us hanging. And another reason I felt like it, they made it, they make it not hit with the amount, uh, the amount of emotional impact it's supposed to have, is that they had this scene where Kurt and Rachel are acting like, oh, woe is me, our issues are just as bad as Finn's because we're not getting into the school we want to get into. And yeah. <laughs> that felt like, I, and I, I mean, I liked their like, I like Kurt and Rachel's like interacting with each other, but mm-hmm. it just felt kind of ridiculous because Finn was going through something like legit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know they could have done this whole like darkness light thing with with Finn finding out about his father and and like wanting to join the military and then Rachel being his savior, but no. Yeah. No, it just happens. It's all <laughs> over now. Um, do you want to read these little snippets from Mackenzie and Marissa? Yeah. Mackenzie says, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mackenzie says, I love Finn and Rachel, and they've been amazing this season. Finn's little proposal speech was so touching. I had to bring out the Kleenex. Mm, I almost did too. <laughs> and I don't cry very often. Yeah, me neither. As much as I hate how they just ended the episode with Rachel all silent, it was too expected. I mean, come on, every TV show does that. And yeah, I agree, but I still loved it. Yeah, I love I agree. Yeah. 
can't help it. And Marissa says, why is Rachel singing so much? Why? Glee, why her? Seriously, it's getting annoying that she's always singing. Did you know that she has more solos than all of the cast, me- cast members combined? Well, yeah, but it's Rachel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't really agree with Marissa. I, I think Marissa's just getting tired of Rachel. Ra- Rachel yeah. has, has actually only sung two solos this season. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know she sings a lot of, like, duets and things, but she's only sung two by herself songs, which is the same. Yeah, we, we got rid of the Rachel taking over everything, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, and I mean, this episode is obviously very important for her, so her having solo, I mean, I don't know. I, Santana's had, Santana and Blaine have had almost as many, and yeah. they just had two solos this season, too, so. Yeah. And the song she's talking about is Without You, yeah. right? And that was amazing. I hate yeah. that song otherwise. So. I thought yeah. it was really good. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention that I haven't, that I think we skipped over by accident, mm-hmm. um, was this is like the episode of um, fantasy sequences. If you think of, there's like oh, more yeah, fantasy sequences in this episode than almost any other one. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, I actually really like that. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah, I know you like those a lot, and they're fun. Like they don't bother me. But, yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk about Will and Emma. Sure. So I know that you <laughs> very happy with Will for most of this. Yeah, so sweet. Oh, I said you weren't oh. happy with Will. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> I was thinking about the marriage. That was so sweet. <laughs> the proposal. But yes, yes. Um. <laughs> was very upset with Will when he talks to Emma, when Emma confronts him and says, like, if this isn't, like, this is who I am, and if you can't accept that, then you need to think about it. And Will's like, well, yeah, I do have to think about it because you're stupid. And I can't stand that. It was horrible. Um, I have a lot of issues with this proposal, with this particular storyline, actually. <laughs> um, I, first of all, they completely leave out the whole sex issue, which has yeah. been a major issue for the two of them for a very long time. And I feel like that's kind of why they brought up this baby thing sort of almost randomly in this episode. Yeah. Because they didn't want to be like, oh, he just wants sex. And so he's just a dick for... It's Will. Yeah. Clearly he just wants sex. <laughs> um, but I, I actually think that it's kind of ridiculous for them to leave that out. Because what if she can never have sex with him? And that's a yeah. legitimate reason not to marry someone, even if you love them. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean... I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I think, and, I, and again, I, okay, and Marissa goes into this big thing, and actually, I think maybe we should just skip it and just say what, like, paraphrase. Marissa goes into this big thing where she is, like, very mad at Will, the fact that <laughs> parents and everything. You were very mad at him, too. Yes. I, I'm very, I, I think that, I mean, I guess they sort of got me because they had that scene, and I t- truly believed that maybe she wouldn't end up proposing, which was ridiculous. I actually, yeah, I know. Yeah, but, I if they just drop this now, this is like f- the worst Santana's grandmother moment. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's a legitimate thing. Like, okay, maybe he he has decided that he is ready to deal with these consequences, but I want them to show those consequences. Yeah, exactly. You know, because it shouldn't be like, oh, okay, now they're just like good, because those are legitimate things. She has a legitimate disease, and he had a legitimate reason to stop and think. This, might, this is going to be a really difficult marriage, and I've already had one failed marriage, and what if she can't deal with kids, and what if she can't give, deal mm-hmm. with giving birth, and, you know, like, uh, I don't Yeah, I think Will has a warranted argument here. Yeah. I mean, his, his fears are warranted, at least. Yeah. But still, um, Marissa says how before he stood up to her parents about the OCD and stuff, yeah. but now he, she says, turned into an ass in the episode and broke Emma's heart and made her cry. Mm-hmm. And I completely agree. It was completely rude of him. He was just being a horrible person. And if those are your fears, you don't 
make them like come out out of the blue like that. Yeah, I I think I don't know I. I think it would have helped if he had, like, talked to Beast about it or something, as opposed yeah. to come... But at the same time, he has to be able to talk to his partner about the things that he's worried about. I, I don't know how he would have done it differently, to be honest. Uh, it was just out of the blue, like any other thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the idea... I guess it's it's out of the blue for us, but I feel like they've had that... They I mean, they, they act as though they've had conversations about getting married before, so... Yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, I I don't really have any issues with Will in this episode, to be honest. But I I can I can see where you guys are coming from because he was yeah. very harsh, and I felt and it, it did a very good job of making me care about Emma. I think Emma's a very interesting character, and yeah. they're they're doing a good job with her. Yeah. Um, do you want to move on to Sam and Mercedes? Sure, or do you let's do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like Dan's note. This is a dumb storyline. <laughs> do you agree? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really can't. You know. Yeah, I mean, but what... it's Mercedes. I always thought of her as the kid, honestly. Yeah. I've never really seen her as strong. Like, we're supposed to see her as a strong, independent woman. I always saw her as weak and childish, which is fine. She's young and she's growing up. Yeah. So I, I can see the storyline fitting with her. I just don't care about it. Yeah. Um. I, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. What's? I. I don't see what the. The reason I don't care about it is what's the conflict? She obviously likes Sam, so I just go with Sam. I don't want to see you cry. Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but she likes this other boy too. And what are you gonna do? And you like oh, two boys. Me. Like, yeah. Get over there. Two great guys up. who like you. I feel so bad. Exactly. <laughs> and I have to be honest. Like, why does Sam like her? We don't really see that. He just suddenly is infatuated with her and. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they were very cute together, and I think they actually have some chemistry, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to like Sam a lot. I didn't used to like Sam that much. So. He's alright. Um, do you want to read the Mackenzie thing? Sure. <laughs> Mackenzie says, I feel like the kind of... Mm, I feel like they kind of sped into Summer Nights and Wedding Bell Blues. The show starts, and they ask Mercedes about Sam, and then bam, the song starts. Anyways... As much as I enjoy the audio of Summer Nights, I think they made too much, make it too much like the original. Oh, well, I really like that. <laughs> I like that, too. Yeah, and when the performance is almost over and Sam is standing on top of the bleachers with his fist in the air, I was like, why are we showing Amber's face, too? When I cut to Sam going, oh, Beast, why are we showing Amber's face, too? When I cut to Sam going to Beast... Well, well, well this is, the next thing she says is a little bit different, so let me just, just yeah. talk about Summer Nights a little bit. Yeah, we should do that first. Yeah. Um, so, wait, do you agree with the whole speeding into it thing? I... It's... It's Greece. Yeah. That's um, the way it goes. It's supposed to be that way. I, I, I agree. I think that they could have... I think it was clumsily handled. I think that... I think it would have been a lot easier. So, okay, you know how, like, it just starts the episode and, and Tina's, like, introduced... She basically just like, introduces the song. She's like, you guys have been looking at each other in the choir room, blah, 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 blah. Couldn't they just, like, had a scene that, like, Will was talking in the choir room and they show Sam and Mercedes, like, have a moment and then mm-hmm. have Tina, like, yes. I, like, like... But that was a, like, grease thing to do. Yeah. It was totally, like, gossipy, girly, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't have really any issue with it. I. I. I and I. I mean, obviously, the showing both of their faces thing is very cheesy, but I, I mean, whatever. It was fun. I. I. I, I think they did a good job with it. Yeah. All right. Do you want to continue or want to yeah. to Sam? I, I can continue from there. Yeah, I'm a little confused. Yeah. Again, I'm sorry. I'm bad at reading. Yeah, I, I. Um. No. It was. I took out snippets from it, so it's kind of. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> dot dot dots. Um. 
when it cut to Sam going to Beast and asking for a spot on the team, it, I was a little confused. I'm pretty sure Sam was here a month ago. Um, so yeah, I I don't. It's true that like Beast is like Beast is like, where were you when I was you know doing tryouts and blah 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 and. He was there. For, he was probably there for the tryouts for the like the winter sports. Oh, but he probably didn't try out. Yeah. Probably his fault, you know, because he was worried about Glee and everything. Right? That's true. Um, then she goes on to say, when Mercedes ran into the bathroom and Tina, Santana, and Rachel followed her, I found that a little strange. Since Santana doesn't really even talk to her. To be honest, I don't like Sam Mercedes. I'm a Sam Rachel and Sam Queen shipper for life as a couple, <laughs> but they had some really good scenes in this episode. Do you agree with the Santana thing? I felt like that was your kind of thing to be annoyed about. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, it was fine. Like, yeah, it, it was stupid, but... Yeah. You know, Santana's been changing a lot and whatever. I, I would have preferred if it was just Rachel and Mercedes, because we haven't seen the two of them before. Yeah, I... You know, usually when someone runs off to the bathroom, you, like, one person says, oh, I'll take this. And yeah. It's always yeah. what happens on TV. <laughs> like, one person goes and makes sure it's okay, you know. All right. Anything else about Sam Mercedes? No, let's just get over it. <laughs> yeah, let's just not draw that storyline out. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, yeah. If they want to do a, a beast moment where they're just magically eloped, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, all right, Becky and Artie, how'd you feel about this? Um, I, I like it. I don't know. Yeah? I think I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm interesting. Still deciding. Um, yeah. How do you feel about the, the uh, English voiceover? That was cute. Yeah, I really liked that. I thought that was a good yeah. idea. Yeah. So both Marissa and Mackenzie love Becky in the episode. I agree. I thought mm-hmm. she did a very good job. And I just, yeah, I love Becky awesome. always. Yeah. Um, And Marissa felt as though Artie was painted as a bad guy at the end of the story. Did you feel that way? No. Um. No, who said to Artie, like, oh, Sue? Sue said treat her like a real person. That's what she wants to be. You know, Becky's no different than anyone else. And that's what she wants to be treated like. And I think that's what Artie did. Yeah. I agree. I think yeah. Artie did a very good job. I also think they did a very good job because they started out with him like trying to like weasel his way out of it by like yeah. like doing a fake date, which I think is very That's realistic. Right. Yeah. And but then he like became a better guy, but then he then it went too far. So I, I think they did mm-hmm. a very good job with Artie in this episode. Yeah. Being honest is good sometimes. Yeah. Um and it was a very it was a very interesting story. And they actually um Marissa talks about how they had the whole scene where all the Glee Club was, like, interve- doing an intervention with Artie. Yeah. Um, and that really reminded me of what you were talking about the other day when we were doing the um, the gay episode. The, I yeah. guess the girl episode, and you were saying that some of them should have had issues with it. Yeah. Um, so I really liked that scene. I don't know whether you... Yeah, that. no, it was good. No, I agree. Uh, there's not a whole lot to say here. I, can, I mean, like... No. Well, we was... can talk about how Sue Sue's influence in this storyline yeah. was really nice and she's an advocate for becky and everything and i really like that yeah me too mm-hmm. uh, and that final scene was just the final scene of the two of them like eating ice oh cream. so it's like yeah we're gonna get ice cream and like watch tv or whatever lifetime yeah lifetime yeah <laughs> it's so sweet yeah i thought that, that was a great little scene yeah um i i mean i like happy sue a lot i just I don't really get sue. why she's happy <laughs> <laughs> um oh okay, do you want to talk about the swim coach Oh, yeah, she was funny. <laughs> what was her name? I, I didn't catch it. I have no idea. I don't know. But she, she like, so Sam's going to join the swim team. And she's she comes over and she's like, I won an Olympic medal in China for individual individual synchronized swimming. 
<laughs> you don't even know that I had individual <laughs> That's probably my favorite part of the episode. I really like the crooked nipple comment. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like covering his nipples the entire yeah. rest of the Yeah, that was cute. Um I, I mean and Marissa Marissa says, um, while her monologue was kind of funny in a quirky glee style, it rubbed me the wrong way. It wasn't really needed and it was kind of racist or stereotypical. Where is the racism with um her being mean to what? It was like a sassy black woman. Yeah. And it was kind but was of... it was it racist as in um saying stuff about Sam being white? No, it was racist in making her that kind of character. Oh. Her being like, you know, black people weren't allowed to swim, so I became I don't know. I don't really I I I can sort of see where she's coming from, but you know. But but it's she's not the only black person in Glee, and they're not all like that, so it's okay. And also um I, I mean my only other issue with it is she's now the fourth. Co- crazy coach character we've had on the show but all coaches are crazy kidding me <laughs> whatever um, <laughs> all right songs we've already talked about summer nights unless you yeah. want more yeah yeah we got it covered yeah they did a very good job the yeah guy, yeah very um, original yeah yeah winning bell blues Ugh, not a fan. no you i was bored didn't you have something you want to say about the outfits no did i the hats or something Oh, right. Yeah, I did. Dan, you're amazing. <laughs> my favorite thing. I texted it to him. I wrote it down in my notes. And then I wrote my notes again online because I was so excited. Um, <laughs> so this is Emma's dream sequence in, in Wedding Bell Blues. And first of all, this is the one where Will is spinning, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to talk to people about that. That needs to stop. And I think all the Glee fans in the world should occupy Wall Street, and we should say, Will, stop spinning. I think that's all we need to do. Yeah, he does the same, like, two dance moves. All he does is spin. (laughs) I hate it. But anyway, my favorite thing about the hats was Sue was wearing Pippa Middleton's hat, and if you don't know who Pippa Middleton is, you should should look her up, because she's crazy. And, um, you know, the royal wedding and all that, that's where she's from. <laughs> yeah, I think but, Marissa mentioned that, too. Yeah, it's it's just this, like, silly hat. And I knew I recognized it from somewhere, so I had to look it up. And I was, I was very happy that they did that. It's perfect. How did you look it up? Funny-looking hats? Like, no, I, I searched Pippa Milton hat. Oh, okay. I knew what I was looking at. <laughs> I knew I had a feeling because it was one of those hats that kind of just stick on your head. Yeah. I know they have a funny name for it, but she always has these weird hats and... It's a perfect, like, it's a wedding hat, basically. It's the new, you know, high-fashion wedding hat, I guess. <laughs> but I was very happy. <laughs> well, as I've said before, I know nothing about the royal wedding, so um, I'm glad that was there for people who understand. I woke up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning to watch that thing. Wow. Did you really? I did. Wow. Yeah. Such a girl. I know. You forget. <laughs> um, all right. Wedding Bell Blues. I mean, I like Wem- I like Wemma. I meant Emma. I like Emma singing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, I know, um, I love your singing. I'm glad, I'm glad you got a song. It was fine, but I was... Yeah. Ooh. You just dropped, like, a penny or something? Yep, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, moves like Jagger, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Okay, I hate moves like Jagger, but, you know, I kind of, it got catchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but putting Jumpin' Jack Flash in there just confused the hell out of me. It was an odd... I mean, I get why they did it, obviously, because... Yeah, it was um, Rolling Stones, right? Yeah, but it, it was Jack- one of the lamest mixes of songs i feel exactly like. <laughs> yeah I, I liked watching it i don't know if i'd like listening to it but moves like jagger is already a very like bombastic song you don't need any more in it yeah i agree but i don't know it was fun to watch i like Artie, so 
I know. The original music video has like Rolling Stones in the background every once in a while dancing around, and that's that's like how you do it. Yeah. Uh, Mash up now. <laughs> First time ever I saw your face. I don't even remember this one. It was that really slow one, right? This is the one where they had all the little scenes of people seeing there. It was Tina, Santana, yeah. uh, Rachel, and Mercedes. Yeah, no. <laughs> you didn't like it? No. I, I didn't like the song, but I liked the little scenes they flashed to. It was just too sappy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, the thing that I liked the most was the Santana and Britney one. Cause Britney oh, yeah, was yeah. Awesome. It was like they had such sweet little faces. Yeah. Like, their expressions were beautiful. And yeah, I loved, yeah. By far, they were by far the cutest. Yeah, definitely. I- I'm really annoyed with the lack of Britney and Santana scenes. I know, I need more. <laughs> um, without you? This I loved. Yeah. yeah. This is a David Guetta get song, which I hate. And every time it turns on the radio, I just freak out because I hate it so much. <laughs> It's just annoying and like it bothers me. I've never heard the original, so what? <laughs> I really, I really like his other stuff. Yeah. But this one just no. <laughs> so what's better about the Glee version? Because they started off like slower with less music in the background, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel, on her like long notes, yeah, I guess she doesn't go crazy with doing all these different beats and stuff. She's just very, she does it very Broadway like, I think, yeah. and I like it. Much yeah, better. I thought it was a good scene. I mean, I wish they hadn't. I liked that they went with the like making everybody disappear as they looked at each other, but I wish yeah. they hadn't gotten to the level of spotlighting each other. It was a lot of spotlighting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the they were pretty intense at the PDA at the end of that song. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I I'm put this in uh, on our outline. Santana saying uh, Rachel made it all about her because I think Marissa agreed with her completely. Yeah. Uh, I. I agree and I disagree. I think that because if someone gives you a, a, a like a lesson of saying find a song that's good for a you know relationshipy song, obviously yeah. you can draw on your own experience. Exactly. Yeah. That, so. It's not a problem. Yeah. It was still a very good song, so I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, we found love. I love this one too. Yeah. So much. I hate the song in real life, like uh, <laughs> Rihanna and. There's someone else with her. Yeah, I know. I don't remember. Um, I can't think of it. I actually like the original better, but I really like watching. I hate the original so much. (laughs) All my friends turn it on. They're like, this is the best song on the radio today. (laughs) No, it's not. It's the worst. (laughs) But um, this one was just, um, I guess, with the video with it. It was very nice, and I liked it. Um, So so the point that I put was... I'm sorry, did you, I think I'm gonna, you cut out or something while I was talking. Oh, so I'm here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I love watching this, and I thought it was a really cool performance, um, but as a proposal, it's not my kind of thing, and I don't know if that's just, just personal, but I felt like including, like, a bajillion other people in your proposal and not having it just be about the two people and having these random students hand out things and, like, breaking that barrier of student and teacher. I love the hand out things. Really? Like and, and having Sue involved <laughs> is ridiculous. Sue, Sue was adorable. Okay, so my boyfriend of the future, <laughs> if you are listening, or if you will listen when we're together, and I say, look, I had a podcast when I was 19, 18, <laughs> and you read this, or listen to it, rather, and you hear that this is the best proposal ever, except for the swimming, I guess. But, you know, you can do that, like, on the ground or something. <laughs> weird the flowers and everything handing out each separate flower and then at the end she has a bouquet 
That's the most romantic thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Ever. <laughs> but you're, I think you're missing the point of my issue with that. I don't have an issue with... No, all those other people. No. Yeah, it's fine. Um, okay, if they had been, like, <laughs> their family friends, or, like, their family, or their 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 friends that they have... Instead of their, like, colleagues. Yeah, like, instead of, instead of Sue, <laughs> who has been nothing but a pain in their butt, and <laughs> random students that we've never seen before... Like, but I would like I I like the fact that Sue, who is a person who like always makes fun of them, is mean. You know, finally says, "Look, this is a moment that should be cherished." That's nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Okay, so I mean, I guess it's, it really is to each his own whether you like yeah, a flashy yeah. proposal or not. I mean, I I much prefer like something it's just it's quite italian restaurant not necessarily an italian restaurant but <laughs> I, I, I like like a major i don't think i want like a major gesture i just want it to be a a private major <laughs> i don't like i don't <laughs> i want the whole nine yards i want everything <laughs> uh, i don't know i mean i i, I like like being it's being surprising and being like original but i don't necessarily want it to be like a bunch uh-huh. of Monkey of our, st- I guess you know what it is. It's not that it's people; it's that students. Like, why would you want yeah. your students there? Yeah, little kids. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Weird. And then I want. Watching, you know, like, she might say no. And Times like, Square. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my other point for this song is, I think it'd be freaking amazing if they found a way to do this at the concert. Oh yeah. I don't like. I don't know if they like what they do if they brought like a gigantic thing in of water, but. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> You're really awesome. <laughs> um, all right. I mean, that's most of what we got. Um, there is one little thing from Marissa. Do you want to read that? Um, Marissa, that one. <laughs> yeah, the very. Bottom. Yeah. Um, she she's writing to me. It seems. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's totally awesome that Dylan loves the Backstreet Boys. My first concert was a New Kids on the Block and Backstreet Boys concert. It was awesome. Well, I went to a New Kids on the Block and Backstreet Boys concert, and it was lovely. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know if I've said it here, but I've been to, like, three Backstreet Boys concerts now. It's wonderful. Oh, Dylan. <laughs> I need to do Backstreet Boys on Glee. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, and one last thing. <laughs> Should we do a spoiler warning? Yeah. Okay, this spoiler is a, warning. This is a guest star spoiler warning, so if spoiler you don't want to know... Fast forward like a minute. Yeah, or stop now and, you know, yeah. my blog email, I think. So. But, um, <laughs> Jesse is returning, everyone. Jesse. All right. Whatever. No, like... <laughs> <laughs> no that'll be good. I'm, I'm I mean, I'm looking forward to his singing, but what yeah, the going to be? <laughs> that'll be good. <laughs> if he's magically, like, the head of another Glee club, or if he's, like, somehow in a Glee club again, I'll be happy with that. As long as it's not a relationship storyline, I don't mind seeing Yeah. It. And I don't want to be stupid again. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so that's pretty much everything. I mean, this is a it's a pretty big episode, but yeah. mm-hmm. we'll see yeah. where things go from here. I, I was also very surprised that this... I felt like, like where were the... It didn't really set up big, long-term storylines besides the, like, the wedding and, the, I guess, both weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> they can have a double wedding. <laughs> So, how are you feeling with the Michael episode now that you... Michael Jackson? Yes. Oh, boy. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for... Um, <laughs> I'm excited for the Santana and um, Sebastian smooth criminal. Yes. I, I mean, I'll like it. I will. But Michael Jackson just isn't my favorite at all. Yeah, me either. But I'm, but I'm, I'm, excited, for, I'm excited for that combination. I'm also excited for Quinn has a solo. And I... Good. That. Definitely good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Alright, so I um, guess if you want to listen to our old episodes, they're on the blog at oralintensitypodcast.blogspot.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to send us an email so we can read it on the podcast, it's oralintensitypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to rate us or review us on iTunes, that would be freaking amazing. <laughs> it would. Uh, yes. Uh, any, any last words? No, I think that's everything. All right, great. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.